This is Other Voices. We're listening to varied views from local people who might otherwise not be heard. I'm Melissa Hale Spencer, editor of the Altamont Enterprise, which focuses on Albany County, New York. I'm talking to Brian Barr, a social worker who lives in Westmere. 36 years ago, Barr came up with an idea for his Rotary Club, which, like other community organizations, had been showering awards on the high school students who were the cream of the crop. It struck him that children in the foster care system, who are overcoming myriad difficulties, are rarely recognized for their achievements. So an annual luncheon was set up where each of the local child care agencies could nominate a student to be recognized for their courage, perseverance, and achievements. This year's luncheon was held virtually. Well, so let's begin by hearing about what this program is. Tell us, tell us back from the beginning when you thought of the idea and how it came to be. Well, I'd, I'd be delighted to do so. And uh, you, you reached me at a fantastic time because I'm in the afterglow of uh, incredible experience. Uh, today is a Friday, and uh, this past Wednesday was our 36th anniversary of celebrating what we refer to as Rotary Youth Recognition Day. And uh, what, the, what the program is, is uh, it's an opportunity for us to recognize and celebrate uh, youth that are in the foster care system that have demonstrated uh, courage, perseverance, and achievement. Now, uh, the reason the program came into being was, uh, as you were so kind enough to, to mention, that uh, I was and am a social worker and uh, have been for, for my life and had worked at LaSalle School, which is a residential child care agency in the uh, uh, Pine Hill section of Albany, New York, uh, working with uh, adolescent males as director of the clinical program there, and became a Rotarian uh, back in 1982, I believe, uh, and was uh, appropriately placed on the uh, youth committee. And uh, my first year, uh, we, as a committee, were recognizing uh, youth uh, who were just outstanding uh, young people uh, for what they were doing uh, at their high schools and in the community. And they were really outstanding uh, young people. Uh, and they would write in compositions about uh, what, what they had done over the summer, what they were doing in their high schools, their achievements, and uh, noting their SAT, SAT scores and things of that nature, and in uh, the scholarships that they were uh, competing for and frequently receiving. And uh, they were the cream of the crop, and people were competing really to uh, shower acknowledgments and uh, honors upon them. 
And uh, we were one of those organizations that were standing in line to uh, confer uh, another recognition upon them. And uh, as uh, I, I observed this and became part of it, it struck me that coming from the, the background I did, that in, in the childcare system, we have these uh, young people who uh, I don't think anybody would be writing letters on their behalf uh, because our kids uh, were really in the, in the, in the re arena with, uh, you know, what one might term one arm tied behind their back um, or somebody um, putting some weights around their, their ankles. Uh, and, and the reason I say that is if, if you think of uh, a, a child in the foster care system, uh, you have to think of it as somebody who's been taken out of, uh, out of their home, uh, put into a situation where their whole routine and pattern of relating to the people that they're used to being with day in and day out. And all of a sudden, uh, they're confronted with a whole new set of caretakers, uh, a whole new uh, pattern of where, where one goes to sleep, uh, where you brush your teeth when you get up in the morning. Uh, where you're going to go and, and, and sit uh, to have breakfast, what you're going to have for breakfast, who you're going to look at, who you're going to see, who you're going to relate to, uh, how, how you're going to get to school, what school, you, what school you're going to go to, what teachers you're going to have, what hallway you're going to walk down, uh, what peer group you're going to relate to, uh, a whole new set of circumstances uh, medical care, everything changes. And that's not just one time in foster care children, that happens a lot. I mean, it really happens a lot. So you're talking about young people who are frequently confronted with multiple, multiple changes and multiple changes in the most core avenue of their life that is with human beings, teachers, uh, doctors, all of a sudden these new, new people come into their lives, social workers, psychologists, psychiatrists, uh, recreation people. It's a very, very different life, and it can be very unsettling. Not can be, is very unsettling. So uh, it struck me that, you know, we're expecting these youngsters to achieve, to accomplish. And, uh, wow. I, I mean, that, that's, as I say, one arm behind your, one, one arm behind your back. So, uh, long story short, when the committee got together, uh, the, the, uh, co-chair uh, of the group asked, are there anybody have any ideas for what we can do, uh, for this committee? And I, I said, fancy that you would ask that because I've got a terrific idea, I think. And my idea was, look, we have uh, six child care agencies in the city of Albany. It's a, a, a rare situation. 
to have that many child care agencies in the city of Albany catering to uh, a mix of uh, a mix of need. And uh, why don't we why don't we uh, give these agencies an opportunity to uh, nominate one youngster from each agency who is demonstrating uh, courage, perseverance, and or achievement. Because while it takes all of that to, uh, to bubble to, to the top, in fact, it's not just one, but we can only really acknowledge one. Given that opportunity, and we Rotary will demonstrate that these kids are not alone, uh, that the community recognizes that they're with us, that they're in, they're, they're in the community, that they're doing something pretty special too, and that uh, we see them, uh, we acknowledge them, uh, we affirm them, and we as a community organization want them to know that uh, we're around, that we can be a support. Because so many of these kids, they, they have a negative view uh, if they have any view at all of community organizations. And this to me was a way of maybe writing that perception, maybe putting in place a new perception of what a community organization can be. And the second objective, uh, Melissa, the second objective was here is a way also for these hardworking people in the human service field who give an unbelievable amount of themselves in addition to their skills, but in addition to those skills, give an unbelievable amount of themselves to these kids. Uh, unless you're in the system, probably can't recognize uh, what they give to, to these young people. And it's a way of our saying to them, we know you're there and we know the incredible work that you put in taking care of these young people. And we want you to know you six agencies, LaSalle School, uh, St. Catherine's Child Care Center, St. Ann Institute, um, Parsons at the time, now it's Northern Rivers, St. Ann Institute, Community Maternity Service, Equinox. I hope that's six. Uh, if it's not my apologies to an agency I'm leaving out, uh, that you people are truly special and that we want you to know uh, we truly appreciate what you're doing. So that, that, was, that was the concept, to acknowledge these young people, uh, to let them know that they're not alone, that there are people, there are organizations like Rotarians who are the community. Uh, and that, that was the whole purpose of uh, Paul Harris, who was, who was a Chicago attorney in 1905 when he founded Rotary International, uh, to be of and with the community and to be uh, involved in, as he called it, uh, service above self, uh, to be flesh and blood of the community and to not only uh, sow seeds of international peace, but also within one's own community, be of service and of value to the community.
and uh, uh, we saw this as a way of uh, truly fulfilling that that purpose. So uh, uh, Rotary bought into the idea, and uh, we started with this the luncheon of inviting uh, the agencies to come up with the nominees, and uh, we started with a, a luncheon, and uh, by gosh. Uh, projects like this, by the way, uh, Melissa, they they don't just automatically happen year after year. Each year, Rotary has to endorse it and uh, sign off on it, and presidents turn over each year. So uh, for 36 years, uh, Rotary has endorsed the, the notion, the concept, and uh, we've gone on and on and on. And I'm so truly grateful that uh, uh, people have felt that it's of, of worth. Yes. Well, over the years, you've introduced us to just some remarkable people, both the youth. Um, I remember a young woman who had been pregnant and had carried through with her education. I remember a young man we had interviewed who had just a very violent uh, home life and yet was over yeah. able to overcome it. So I wonder if you would be able to just walk through this year's nominees and tell us just, uh, you named the six institutions, but if you could just go through and say, for instance, um, St. Anne's Institute, and just give us a little thumbnail about w- who they are and what they do, because as you said, it's a, a two-pronged recognition. You're recognizing both the these remarkable six entities and the people that work there, as well as their chosen youth who is being recognized. If you could just kind of walk us through, if if each one of those this year, who, who the institu- what the institution is and who the nominee and, you know, the, the youth was that got recognized. Well, great. A, a great, fantastic question. And uh, I, I, I so wish uh, you had been with us or one of your uh, uh, great reporters had been, been with us and anybody who's listening to the podcast, because that's a spot on question. Uh, this year was a really interesting, well, you know, having been there, I've been really blessed because I've been there every every year for 36 years. So I'm probably a good uh, weather vane on, uh, on changing styles and uh, uh, trends of uh, kids for the last 36 years. I've been watching uh, 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 jeans change and hairstyles change and <laughs> their uh, mannerisms and everything for 36 years. It's kind of fascinating. But uh, this year was really interesting in terms of we had uh, uh, seven awardees rather than six. And they were six females and one male. And the reason we had seven was Community Maternity Service, uh, which is the agency that takes care of uh, young young women who uh, uh, have a, a variety of uh, needs that uh, uh, need need uh, caring for, and uh, sometimes it's in the, in the realm of uh, uh, being at that point in their life where they're trying to make a decision about uh, 
the pregnancy in terms of uh, keeping the, the, the baby or, or considering adoption or uh, some, other, some other choice that uh, they, they want to make. And uh, they require, you know, some very skilled counseling uh, and they need a lot of supportive services in terms of how they're going to uh, uh, move into the next phase of their life. So uh, they had asked us if they might be able to, uh, well, they, they couldn't decide. Uh, they couldn't decide. The, the, the two were just uh, really, really outstanding. And uh, uh, one of the, the young ladies, I, I recall the person who spoke, uh, we had uh, the representatives. Uh, we did this uh, virtu- virtually um, Zoom conference because of the coronavirus. And uh, the representative spoke about the one young lady. And uh, she uh, has got herself involved in uh, uh, um, uh, a child care track, as a matter of fact, uh, She's been with the program, I believe, for a year and a half and uh, had been struggling mightily with some uh, personal emotional problems prior to coming into a community maternity service. And she was able to complete her uh, her high school degree. And then she went on, uh, I believe she went up to Hudson Valley and she got into a, a child care program. and. Uh, once I guess once she settled down emotionally, she was able to uh, uh, work very very well in that, and she did an internship, and she's right on the brink of graduating from the childcare program. Uh, and uh, I think she's delivered she's delivered the baby, and she's she's doing uh, extremely well. Uh, I know they're very very proud of her. And the other young lady, um, I think she still she still is is pregnant. She hasn't delivered, um, and she's taken a different career track, but she's doing quite well. But they couldn't they couldn't make a choice. They they both have been so outstanding. So we decided to make an exception, and we recognized the two of them uh, at the award ceremony, uh, and it was quite quite terrific. But where I was going with this is, it's entry. Your your question is so great because as we listen to the representatives get up and talk about the young people, uh, they they focus so much on their strengths and what they're doing, and the representatives get so carried away with their achievement, how they've overcome these problems that uh, they minimize they minimize the problems that brought them there. And uh, I've talked to them before, the representatives, and I, I tell them, now, you know, the, the listeners are very interested in what are the problems that the kids have. So make sure you tell the, the listeners what are the problems the kids had. But... Uh, they 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 minimize them. They get very, uh, uh, and I suppose that's the natural thing, huh? When you're with somebody, you don't tend to uh, talk about their uh, their difficulties. You're taken with their accomplishments. 
So uh, that that's just a, an issue we we deal with all the time. But uh, some of the things that uh, they talked about were uh, uh, one of the youngsters had a real problem with uh, with coping when uh, confronted with uh, problems in the home, and I guess there were significant uh, drinking abuse problems that uh, they they were dealing with all the time that uh, there were a lot of outbursts angry outbursts and uh, it ended up uh, creating a lot of a hostile environment where there was fighting and uh, uh, the drinking that created uh, all kinds of chaos in the household and uh, police having to come to the house and just a, a, such a hostile environment that uh, uh, the child ran away and uh, brought the police in and then family court got involved and after numerous, numerous incidences, because it's very hard to get into placement uh, these days. The cost is very, very high um, and uh, placement is not easy these days. Uh, it's very, very difficult to get into placement. Yeah, I mean, the uh, uh, social service uh, districts, um, the schools and special ed, and the family courts are very reluctant uh, to move in that direction because placement is so, so very expensive that uh, uh, the, uh, the local taxpayer is uh, very hesitant to uh, invest dollars in that that type of care but uh there are uh, still youngsters in our uh, communities that require that level because they're not safe uh at home uh, and uh, for a period of time they need the high level sophisticated services of, of a residential uh facility and um, these are the youngsters we're talking about and uh, so, uh, Melissa, the length of placement uh, has become shorter um, because, again, you're talking about a, a cost of care and you're talking about a philosophy that says uh, the longer a person is in care, uh, that's, that's, not, that's not good. It's better to get them out as soon as possible. So a lot of programs have been developed, transitional care programs uh, that are in the community, and, uh, and, and that's what we're, we're seeing, M much different from, you know, that 36 years ago that when I started the program, you had youngsters that four or five years in care, and now it's, uh, it's much less. Sometimes it's like uh, oh, less than a year. Yeah, and I know there's a push, too, from the federal level on down to um, have kids in a home setting as opposed to an institutional setting, which must play into it as well. But I'm wondering yeah. if you could just talk a little bit about what it was like this year as opposed to all the earlier 35 years. Um, oh. I, I understand there was even a thought at one point, maybe not in going through with it since people couldn't gather, but um, what what was it like to put together a program that would all be held virtually? Oh, that's a great question because it was wild. Yeah, it was wild. Um, and I, I should mention that uh, there are a, a million children uh, 
uh, in out of care placement mm-hmm. in the world. There are over a million children. 500,000 in this country are in out of home care. So uh, it's a lot of a lot of children in foster care mm-hmm. um, in various uh, various settings. Uh, someone mentioned that something like 2,500 uh, in uh, uh, I think in the capital region there are 2,500 in some type of foster care. So anyway, uh, yeah, uh, some people had advised that because of uh, the Corona virus that we ought to skip this year and just wait and see what happens next year, that there's too much trouble to, uh, to try to do anything uh, because where we usually had the meetings at the Zalaga American Legion uh, had, had closed up. They weren't having the usual uh, meeting place that, uh, and we, we had the meetings in May that uh, we just should skip it this year. And uh, that, that, was, that was tempting. Uh, but the only thing was, knowing the, this foster care population and knowing what it is uh, for, for the young people, my thought was, for them, they don't get another year at it. Uh, in in the, the power of affirmation for these young people is is so motivating uh, i mean it, it really is it it's something that burrows in in into their psyche that it can be a, it can be a factor that who knows uh 10 15 years later in a week from now when they're applying for something or thinking about going to school or uh, important relationship can make a significant difference. So I just didn't want to take a chance and and let this go for for them. I just don't know what it means, but I know it means something. So we we decided that we're gonna we're gonna take a shot at. We don't know a darn thing about Zoom, but uh, if it's right, somehow pieces will come together. So we decided. Uh, we're going to, we're going to work at it. We'll see what we can do. And, uh, the, the stars, uh, they didn't align. We had to push them around, <laughs> but, uh, we, we got it. We, we got hold of, uh, uh, thanks to, uh, Peter Gannon over at the United Way. He signed, uh, a, a woman by the name of, uh, Ketty Blackwell and Ketty is the assistant to the executive and, uh, she's their, their, uh, uh, she's not the tech wizard, but she knows how to do the technical part of zooming. And, uh, she worked with me, uh, every step of the way. And the committee that we put together of Rotarians, um, Jessica Wilcox and Nicole McFarland, who's the president of Rotary this year, uh, who just was uh, fantastic, and, and uh, uh, George Hohenstein, who's going to be the president next year, and Rich Zucker, and uh, Bill Nathan, a couple of other people that uh, just, you know, threw themselves into it, and we met 
every week and uh, for, I don't know, a couple of months. And we just went at it piece by piece. And uh, it was an awkward process, but we kept working at it. And uh, our, our colleagues from CBA, uh, they pitched in and uh, I continued my follow-up with Madison Vandenberg and spite of her busy schedule, uh, Melissa, she worked with us and she did her video piece of America, the beautiful song I love. And she sent it into us and uh, Mayor Sheen, she loves this program and she had multiple commitments and she sent in a beautiful, warm, welcoming address to the kids. David Soares again, he came through for us and he was there and provided the, the bicycles as uh, gifts to the kids whom they love the, those bicycles. And, uh, and everybody stepped up. And uh, as Bill Getman from Northern River said, uh, he said this was the most professional uh, program that he's seen. And he goes to a lot of these Zoom presentations. It was delightful. Oh, that's just wonderful. So, yeah, yeah is, it was delightful. Yeah, you said you're still in the afterglow. So, is there a way I am. if we have listeners that want to watch this, is it somewhere online that they could go and and take a look at it or Yeah, uh I I uh, I had had it on my uh, my Facebook for my friends. Uh-huh. And uh uh, some of them uh, tuned in for to it. Uh, the interesting thing about it was uh, while uh, I had, uh, I think our attendance was like 51. And uh, at first I, I looked at it and I said, gee, I would have thought we would have had more than that. But the interesting thing was uh, when I went to St. Anne's, for example, and then I went over to Northern Rivers and I heard about others, what they had was when I went to St. Anne's uh, and I was handing out the gift certificates and, and all, they had assembled in pockets. Mm. So, like, they they had a lunch luncheon for uh, the young lady and they had assembled a group of people and they were all around a screen waiting for the program to go on. I see. So they so had like lonely. mini parties, little little yeah, separate exactly. celebrations in their own institution. Oh, that's wonderful. That was, I bet, very yeah. Yeah, neat. So, Wasn't that great? Yeah. Well, I just worry what will happen to this program when you're not doing it. How old are you? <laughs> you mean when I die? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, how, how old are you? I mean... <laughs> Well, I feel about 33. Oh, well, you you acted. That's something. Well, our time has gone so quickly, but do you have any closing thoughts you'd like to leave with our listeners? Any Anything about yourself or the program just um, to close us out? No, but I got to tell you this, Melissa. When you mentioned the age thing, uh, I was talking to a... a, a I was going to call him a young man, but I was talking this... Uh, uh, finally, he, he, he called me a couple of weeks ago. And he was having some some trouble. Uh, he uh, uh, he's he's aging and he's having some trouble. 
moving. He's down at those St. Vincent apartments. Mm-hmm. Uh, down in Omni, he's having some trouble moving some furniture because he his, his back or something. And he was asking me. He said, "Brian, he said, do you know anybody that can can help me?" He said, uh, <laughs> "He said I, I I'm not strong enough to move this stuff around." And I said, "Well, I said, uh, you know, I, I really can't do that, uh, Michael. But uh, I think I, I know a, an organization. They probably can uh, send somebody down." And I said, "But you know, you gotta you gotta be careful uh, <laughs> because you're." Uh, I said, "How old are you now?" He said, "Well, I'm 65." I said, "Yeah." I said, "You know, so you you do have other." other issues i know health issues he said you're walking a thin line there <laughs> because if I, I i was his social worker back when he was at la salle he said you he said, remember if i'm 65 you know what that makes you <laughs> well i said well, let's not be going there michael <laughs> Well, you've got a great attitude on age as everything else. That's wonderful. You know, there's always a wise guy around. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that makes you. Oh, yeah. Very funny. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But but I'm sure, Melissa. There are all kinds of people that pick up the program if if it's if they feel it's of worth, and uh, I hope it is. Uh, one of the things that I uh, I have done is uh, advocated, and it's been in. I think I've told you this before. It's been in our international magazine. Yes, uh, that other people are following your lead in other places around the world. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So it's been in around the globe twice we've had it published so i'm i'm hoping that uh uh people recognize it's a it's a very economically reasonable program all it is is a luncheon and uh, reaching out to the child care agencies and providing a uh, a warm welcoming place to uh recognize these youngsters in the child care agency letting them know how important they are the community is aware of their presence and considers them very, very important and uh, is well aware that they're in the game and uh, they're important. They've got something special to offer and, uh, and we congratulate them. And we are particularly, particularly uh, grateful for the uh, wonderful people who are, who are dedicating their lives to taking care of them. And not, not, not difficult, not complex at all. 